we're live. We're live. Oh, oh my gosh, it's showtime. Hi, good, welcome back to another episode of Hot Tea. Hot Tea. Hey, hey, hey. Whoop, whoop. Truly edifying arguments. And today we are sipping on, what are you sipping on? Today I'm just sipping some water. I'm not going to lie to you. You don't even have tea for your I don't have no tea, tea today. Dang. I think like that's kind of fraudulent. You can't it be on is. high tea with no tea. Maybe next week. <laughs> <laughs> I oh am gosh. sipping on some medical organic uh, red clover tea, which mm. is a diuretic, and it recycles the blood in the bloodstream, cleanses the liver, also makes your skin glow, mm. and gives you strong hair. All so the great things. The curls today, so you know, got to keep them strong. Um, and it also helps with fertility. Well, in mm. women. Um, I don't know about men, but women fertility as well. So awesome. If you look, my water can do just as good a thing. So (laughs) this is not hot water. We're not not on hot water. We're on room temperature. Room temperature. (laughs) Anywho, again, welcome to Hot Tea. Truly edifying arguments for the real Christian walk. Um, please, before we dive in today, don't forget to subscribe, share, and sip with us um, so that you never miss an episode, okay? Um, yeah. As you're here, make sure the, li- the chat is live. So if you have any questions, comments, concerns, if you have anything that you want us to address, anything to add, please write in the chat. We will have time after the show to att- hit everything, but if something pressing comes up, our producer will definitely let us know, and we will respond as best we can. Yes, yes. So what are we talking about today? Today we are talking about, girl, I'm a Christian, but I'm depressed or I have anxiety. Yeah. So a lot of times Christians, you know, it's so funny when I, um, when the Holy Spirit had given me this topic, I told somebody and they were like, you can't get depressed. You're a Christian. Interesting. (laughs) So I think it's a lot of false doctrine that we have believed in kind of fell into that Mm -hmm. you know because a fruit of the spirit is joy yeah and you have the joy of the lord Mm -hmm. but it's like okay i know i'm filled with the holy ghost and i have this joy but yet i'm fighting mentally and emotionally either uh with depression or anxiety um i for one used to suffer from panic attacks and i still kind of do sometimes so it's all these things but it's like but i'm a christian i I got baptized by the lord i Mm -hmm. speak in tongues you know i'm not supposed to be dealing with this so awesome. we're just kind of coming against some false doctrine and also giving hope to people who do deal with these things. I think this is going to be a very good topic. But before we get started, you know, we got to <laughs> anoint this Everybody space. So, head, yeah. <laughs> Lord Jesus, we just thank you for being with us today. We thank you for every single viewer, everybody under the sound of my voice. I actually ask that you bless every single person that is listening to the sound of my voice, that they have a holy week. Lord, that you speak to them in ways that they have never heard you speak before, that they have a true encounter with the living God. I thank you, Lord, for their life, for their families. And I thank you for this season that they're in, that they're coming through, whether it be good or bad. I know all good, all things work for your glory. So you're bringing them closer to you. And God, I just thank you that whatever me and KK say today, that it goes to the ears of those who need to hear it and that their ears be hoping to receive it. And it helps even if it's just one person. We just want to be a vessel for you and for your kingdom and for your glory in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. 
Amen. And right after that, I'm going to go ahead and give a disclaimer. Um, We are not clinical professionals. um, So we are not negating that some depression is clinical, uh, meaning that some individuals may need uh, may have chemical imbalances and need to be treated medically. So just... Take what, take what we say tonight from, we're going to be basically coming from a biblical, biblical perspective this entire night. Mm-hmm. Um, we are not <laughs> clinical professionals. Okay, let's just I make that clear. do not have a degree in psychology. I do, though. Hey. I actually got two degrees in psychology. Those so maybe two. she is a clinical professional. But I don't have a PsyD. So Ooh. I'm not going to diagnose nobody. Okay. There you go. All right. Rose is also here, and she is uh, an emotional support animal. Um, so if you need to rub her belly... Yeah, let us know. Again, I'm Mikey. This is KK. We need to introduce ourselves. I mean, they saw the last episode. They did. So if y'all didn't watch last episode, go ahead and watch the last episode. (laughs) Like it and share with your friends, families, your enemies, whoever. Yeah, share with everybody. Share with everybody. Show them to your enemies. Just so they be like, they Mm -hmm. know they blessed. Bless your enemies. That's the Lord says. All right, because play cuzzle. Okay. Um, what would you define? depression is like would you say that depression and anxiety is a spirit is it an emotion or could it be both i think it could be both and more both and more both and more and so i've i've dealt with depression and i heard a comedian sarah silverman she said it this way she explained it so perfectly because that's exactly how i felt and the her i'm gonna just use her words it's because i can't explain it any better it was like the feeling of wanting to go home when you're already home. Hmm. Okay, I can kind of see that. Like wanting to be able to do something, but not having the control to be able to do it not, and not really understanding. What's... Not even that case. It's like, I just want to go home. Hmm. But I'm home. But that, like, that's what my depression feels like to me. When I, like, uh, I like, rebuke that in the name of Jesus, I do not have depression. Amen. But when depression, the spirit of depression tries to come upon me, mm-hmm. that's what it feels like to me. I can literally be in my house, in my bed, but I really want to go home. Hmm. That's interesting. That's an interesting perspective. Yeah. Um, me personally, when I have had my experiences with depression, um, it's so overwhelming that I can't really identify it really pulls me into this place of seclusion and um even the people closest to me have no idea (laughs) what's going on and I just get into this space where it's just like a whirlwind I don't know if you ever saw that Disney movie soul you know oh my gosh like that's like the best depiction like where she's in this little thing Mm -hmm. and she's getting like in this whirlwind of confusion and just overwhelming um emotion um and so yeah I also believe that um depression can be both an emotion and a spirit which I think is a good segue to the scripture oh go for it so um like i said i think i said this the last episode i love the old testament okay i love the whole bible but the old Old testament Testament be like on like for real like sniping yes and so in the old testament well before we even jump into the old i just got a couple scriptures Mm -hmm. um so of course we have that famous scripture second timothy 1 7 um god has not given us a spirit of fear but want a power, love, and a sound mind, right? Yes. So that's the whole thing. I don't want to jump off that top, but I got to say, because fear is a spirit. So it's not, mm-hmm. a, it's not a sin to be fearful. Exactly. That's an actual human emotion. But the spirit of fear is definitely different. So I think I know where you're going mm-hmm. with that. Yes. So hold, put a pin in that. Put a pin in that. <laughs> the next one. Okay. So this is where things get, they get, get real. Okay. okay. So again, depression can be a spirit. 
Mm-hmm. And in scripture, we see in 1 Samuel 16, 4 through 23, it says, As David plays the harp for Saul to disperse troubling spirits, most likely depression, mm-hmm. the evil spirit departed from him. And so you really got to know the story of Saul. It really, if you really get into the Old Testament, you see this, you listen to the story of Saul and you learn about his journey. He had been disobedient to the Lord. So hope put a pin in that as well. And so here he is, he's getting tormented by these evil spirits, but Daniel comes to, David comes to play the heart for him, which is a form of worship, which is also warfare. Okay, we're going to get there. And as David begins to play the heart, he plays this, this, um, this worship music, the spirit departs. So one, there we go. Scripture confirming that depression is actually a form of a spirit, but to come underneath that, like we just said, it can be both a a, a spirit and or an emotion you got jesus in the garden of gethsemane right mm-hmm. right before he's getting ready to get crucified it says in luke 22 and 44 jesus in the garden before the cross like he's in the garden in luke 22 and 44 he's in the garden he's full of so so much anxiety about what he's getting ready to do like for humanity that he starts to sweat and and he starts to sweat and his sweat falls as though it's drops of blood like that you know how intense your anxiety has to be for your body to like respond in that way like I'm glad they didn't have like webmd at that time they were like, like bro dying. like you if you google his symptoms he's like dying but he's like wait a minute i already know i'm gonna die but i'm gonna die before then like listen so again just confirming our our sentiments mm-hmm. through scripture that depression can be both an emotion a general human emotion and a spirit what you think I agree with you, which makes me think of Isaiah 61.3. So um, you guys kind of know it's like, you know, the garment of heaviness and then put on the garment of praise, mm-hmm. right? The spirit of heaviness, sorry. Um, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, mm-hmm. that they might be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord that might be glorified. What is the spirit of heaviness, mm-hmm. right? So I didn't go to the Greek definition because I had time. But... <laughs> But even goes, uh, the spirit of heaviness can be characterized by intense negative feeling that challenges mm. our faith in what we know about God. Hmm. Does that not sound like depression? It sounds like depression to me. Okay. So, Listen. So, okay. So going a little bit further with this, okay. I was thinking when you think about depression, I think for this generation, that term is overly used, right? It's overly used a lot. Like this generation is dealing with, a, is heavily medicated everyone heavenly you know subscribes to being depressed or having anxiety right and so it made me think okay so clearly let's define our depression or in our uh, depression because i'm not going to claim that ain't no our depression let's define depression and anxiety a little bit further so i look at it as like this either it's situational and emotional it's either a situational emotional response Mm -hmm. and or consequential Ooh, and I so let's let's you. unpack explain it. Let's unpack it. Okay, so let's I've start. Never heard that before. Let's start with the first one. Okay, situational. How can depression and anxiety be a situational and or emotional response? Right. Mm-hmm. I believe it can come through fear, yeah. doubt, or grief. That's a natural human emotion, right? Those okay. are things. These are emotions that, as human beings, those emotions alert us about different circumstances that we're going through in our lives, right? Mm-hmm. And so. An example of that is the disciples, when they had doubt about their circumstances, when they was on that boat and it was, <laughs> Jesus was taking a nap and they were like, wait a minute, it's a little Titanic, Jesus, wake up. Mm-hmm. 
they had their doubt and the doubt about their circumstances because they thought they were going to die. (laughs) The doubt about their circumstances stirred up anxiety and fear. That was the emotional response based off that circumstance. Okay. Right? And if you want to read more about that, that's Matthew 8, 23 through 26. Also, Mm -hmm. my boy Job. The man who, if you want to know about depression, if you want to know about depression, Joe my boy went Joe went through, went through the went trenches. Through okay, her. listen, I don't want to hear nothing about nothing after you didn't read the story about Joe. Right. So Joe, after having lost all of his belongings, mm-hmm. clearly was depressed. He had severe grief, completely stricken. Like he lost everything, his family, his fortune. And the Bible clearly states that he was a blameless man. Like, and bro out here taking left and rights. Taking a hit. So, of course, what that's going, what's that's going to stir up? A little depression, mm-hmm. grief, loss, right? Yeah. And then lastly, David. Like, if you read the book of Psalms, like, David, he, he you might have thought he was schizophrenic. For women. one chapter, he like, Lord, I praise you. Next chapter, he like, wow, Lord. And then next chapter, he like, Lord, I praise you. Lord, I praise you. Lord, offer their heads. Right. Step on the next enemies. Right. <laughs> Exactly. You start like getting real lit when you start listening to David. Like, Man. you're more step on all next. Like, you don't even got no enemy. Right. Like, ain't nobody after you. But again, with with depression being a response, yeah. David is crying out to the Lord um, in Psalms 13, 1 through 2. Um, he's crying out to the Lord because he's become depressed because he's been getting chased by Saul for like over 13 years. Like, yeah. he's just out here in the wilderness bouncing from cave to cave. Like, bro, like, I'm going to be depressed. It took his life and everything. 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 So. That's my little forte on a little samples on how clearly certain things in our lives cause depression or or situational depression. I like that. I think that's really um, like on the nose for a lot of people. But let's get a little more personal into that. So let's talk about your personal experiences with anxiety or depression. So I got a lot of stories. I hate to say it, but um, the Lord is good. Okay. Um, But. I'll give a simple one. So for me, I don't deal well with change. Yeah. It stirs up this fear of uncertainty and this this unknown and having to start new, either like ending something old, mm-hmm. like ending a relationship I want to be in. Um <laughs> either ending something that I've hold on held on to way too long mm-hmm. or stepping into a new season not knowing, like even though you, we say we trust God, right? But when you step into a new season, sometimes you don't really know the plan. And so it, for me personally, it stirs up all this uncertainty and I start to overthink and maybe I might not step out on faith or it just causes like a series of different emotions for me. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. What about you? So I don't want to sound racist, but. <laughs> Uh-oh. Whenever somebody start to, start to line up with that, you be like. I don't want to sound racist. <laughs> But a white girl had to tell me I had anxiety, and I didn't believe her. Mm. So, because I'm black. Like, black, we, we color. We don't got time for anxiety. Like, right. I got three about? jobs. Like, <laughs> I, I got to feed these kids. <laughs> That's like somebody tell me I got sure you have anxiety. I'm gluten all my life. Like, right. nobody had no gluten allergy when I was growing up. So, like. Well, no gluten in that cornbread. No, it was gluten all in the cornbread. Like, nobody had no gluten. In the early 2000s, nobody had no gluten allergy. So, right. I'm like, where are y'all coming from? These, like, I feel like this is a Caucasian like situation so mm-hmm. i'm in a theater class and i'm we have to tell the story and so i tell this story about me and um about me being on an airplane if you don't know i fly a lot but one thing is i'm very afraid to fly but fear don't rule me because god ain't give me no spirit Hello, of fear. listen so 
<laughs> so, but as I'll catch a flight quickly. But so we're talking about it. I'm talking about how my first time on a flight, I'm having this huge panic attack. I'm stepping on people. I'm running on people. Like there is this whole thing. And so this, this Caucasian woman comes to me and she goes, and mind you, she's never mind. You know what? She's a great woman of God. She comes to me and she goes, did you have anxiety? I was like, no, I never had anxiety. I'm black. <laughs> so, I'm black for me. How do you respond to that? She's like, okay, lady, that got nothing to do with all that action. <laughs> you don't get anxiety. Like, I don't know what you mean. I'm black. Like, my complexion might fool you. I don't know if the curls is a little too loose. No, I'm, 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 a, I'm black. I'm so, screaming. I, that's not what she's like. No, no, no. When you told your story, I related a lot to it. And it sounded like a lot that I went through because I had anxiety and I looked at her and I was like I'm sorry you dealt with that but I'm black so it wasn't until later and I, that stuck with me and I was like going through it I'm like oh wait was that anxiety hmm. was that something that I dealt with like in because like I used to always have panic attacks mm-hmm. but I never thought that that was attached to anxiety and how that is and that makes me think of a scripture but I dealt with that for a while. And sometimes, like, I'm not going to front. I still deal with it. So and sometimes I'll start having anxiety around bedtime. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> yeah, I'm, like, being mad vulnerable right now. Let them know. <laughs> Listen. So the thing is this. Like, I had a lot of anxiety. Now, enemy knows how to attack me. And it comes with a spirit of fear. Mm-hmm. It's always a spirit of fear attached to my anxiety. Mm. I don't know if it's the same for you guys, but for me, it's what my fear is. Well, the fear of the future, the fear of things I can't control, and then I'll start having anxiety. And then if I sit in it long enough, I'll start to have a panic attack. Yeah, because then your mind starts creating all these different what-if scenarios Mm -hmm. and foolishness. Complete foolishness. And so my older sister used to tell me this. She's like, say about our father. Mm. Like, just like, cause I didn't know anything. She was like, just our father, whatever you feel coming good, like our father. And so I would do the, our father and that would kind of calm me down. But as in this moment, it's like, okay, I know a little bit deeper. I literally just call on God. Cause I'm like, listen, I understand that I'm being attacked. Mm-hmm. Number one, and I'm being attacked by a spirit that don't like me and something that wants to torment me. And that spirit of fear has no place here in this temple because I am saved by grace and I'm a child of God. Listen. So this one thing that I know is that you have, you're in high treason. Hello. Messing with me. Come on. So. <laughs> you better so know who my daddy is. Okay. I'm going to start casting you out and casting mm. you down. And in the midst of my anxiety, sometimes I have to call on my godmother or I call on somebody who I know can, because like, if it gets too deep, I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm paralyzed. Like mm-hmm. in that place, like I know what a panic attack about to feel like. And I don't want to be in one because right. once you're in, it's hard to come, hard to come out. out. So okay. I feel it stirring and I'm like, all right, cool. I'm praying. I'm die, I, I. But at the end of the day, you should be giving the devil a bad day every day. Every day. No every days off. Every single day. So in the moment the devil starts giving me a bad day, I'm like, oh, no, nah, this ain't going to work. Right. This ain't going to work. And I don't want to just sit blaming the devil because I don't want to be like one of them Christians that like scapegoat. The devil made me do it. And the devil was doing that. No, I'm not saying that. Right. But there are spirits that are tormenting spirits. And as she just read in um, First Samuel, in, in First Samuel, that this tormenting spirit was on Saul. There are things that torment you. There are things that come at you. And with that being said, you have to know how to speak to these things and cast them down and cast them out. Because if you are bought back by the blood, you are God's very own, and it has no right to be there. So learning to speak to these things is a little bit different in what you learn in your growth as um, a Christian. Absolutely. Um, oh my goodness. Hmm. Okay. 
I totally relate with everything you just said. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like I want to segue, but I, I got to hit this point before we move to the next okay. part. Um, because that's kind of like what you were just talking to me. You were just basically giving strategies on how to overcome. Yes. And we're going to get, yeah, no, no, no. You got to flow. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we definitely going to deep dive into that, but remember, like I said, mm-hmm. depression and anxiety, yeah. situational, emotional, just general human responses yeah. to certain circumstances. Right. But also consequential. Ooh. It's consequential in this sense. Make it make sense. Now, these are for, these are for my believers. Okay. These are for actual Christians. These, these, the, what I'm about to, what oh, I'm about to lay down. Disclaimer, oh, this yeah. Is a, this is a podcast for believers of Jesus Christ. Yeah. So if you do come across this, you are more than welcome to be here. We want you here. If you believe in Allah, if you are, as Moses is your savior, uh, Moses also is down with us too, but <laughs> you are welcome here. If you are Hindu Whatever the case may be, this is a safe place and you are welcome. But the message that we give are for those believers who are bought back and know Christ and filled with the Holy Ghost. So, again, if you don't relate and be like, I don't understand it, that's okay. Jesus loves you. And I hope that you have an encounter with the true and living God and you get baptized in the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus right now. I don't know where these sprinkle figures came from because the Holy, <laughs> the Holy Spirit definitely don't be doing this, okay? <laughs> that was sprinkling the Lord. Like, he came through. Like, at that moment, whoever's watching is in any time zone. Right that one moment that happened, literally, the Holy Spirit was Listen. Like, Amen. Okay, anointed hand. All right. Listen. Okay, so thanks for that disclaimer. Thanks for that disclaimer because this is for the believers okay. in the room. So how can depression and anxiety be consequential? Go for it. Through disobedience and or sin. Mm. Through disobedience and or sin is my first point. So I have to read Psalms 32, 4 through 5, which says, For day and night your hand was heavy on me. My strength was sapped as in the heat of summer. Then I acknowledged my sin to you and did not cover up my iniquity. I said, I will confess my transgressions to the Lord and you forgave the guilt of my sin. That's from my boy, David. And I think it happened when he slept with Bathsheba and he had that baby and he had her husband killed on the line of war. I think Yo, that's what he was crying out. The Bible is like the stories. Like, yes. Ghetto, it's literally days of our lives. Ghetto, like, Times 10. Real Housewives, Real Housewives of Atlanta. Everything. Right. <laughs> so like, yeah. disobedience and or sin. Mm-hmm can definitely cause an open door to these spirits, right? Into different circumstances, what you get yourself into through sin that cause other layers of things that you didn't want to deal with. Like you didn't got into this relationship. I'm using my own self. Mm -hmm. You got into this relationship and you're holding on to something that's clearly ain't going to work. And now you causing yourself all this stress, all this, you, you basically, you warn in the spirit for somebody that you ain't supposed to be attached to, that right? Part, y'all want to talk about them STDs. Oh, hello now. Them sexually transmitted demons. Listen. <laughs> uh, that's for another podcast. You, you ain't never dealt with anxiety before. You laid down yes. with it. Now you like, I can't. Wait a minute. <laughs> I can't even sleep. You didn't call some demons, but You didn't call some demons, some soul bit. ties. Mm-hmm. You didn't call some soul ties, right? Mm-hmm. Also, um, believe in a lie about yourself. Ooh. That can cause some spirits, right? In what way? Um, So I believe this. Okay. The enemy comes in like a whirlwind when you're going through, like you said, your panic attacks, right? Mm -hmm. Because you, and then in that moment, you're starting to think about all these different scenarios that don't even exist. Yeah. You might start to talk down upon yourself. The words that you're speaking are very powerful in that moment. Mm -hmm. Uh, Maybe the enemy's come through and he's clowning your body image or something. 
Ooh. And you're like, oh, I'm ugly. Oh, I'm fat. Oh, I'm this. Oh, I'm that. And you're continuously speaking. But sometimes you be fat, though. Oh, my gosh. But you're fearfully <laughs> and wonderfully <laughs> made. You're fearfully and wonderfully made, right? <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, <laughs> you are a hot mess. But believe in a lie mm-hmm. um, can establish some inner vows and you can speak some word curses over yourself. Yeah. Like, death and life oh. are in the power of the tongue, oh right? Oh, my gosh. So you spoke so, depression over you. You just spoke it. You created your own depression. You was like, listen, I, I you know what? I'm going to say Jimmy because I ain't going to put me in it. Jimmy is, sorry if anybody's named Jimmy. I wish oh, my been. goodness. Poor Jimmy. But you know what? We're going to say Jam. I don't know nobody named Jam. I don't know nobody named Jam either. I actually do know one person named Jam. Dang. <laughs> All right, we're going to say Honda. <laughs> A car? <laughs> Better not be nobody named Honda. I know some Mercedes and some Lexuses. Mm, I don't want mm, to mm. Hondas outside. So, I'm screaming. So Honda's like, that is kind of cute, like an old lady name though. Like, oh yeah, that's Honda over there. Anyway, so Honda's like, I'm so sad. Oh, this is that. Never Honda's Honda, nothing works out for Honda. Honda's not doing well. This that and third. So you're literally talking that on you. And I heard one person say it was so crazy. It was like this one guy would always say that he was going to die when he turned a certain age. Wow. He kept saying that. And literally, it was a whole thing because they had called a pastor in to pray for him because he just started dying. And he was like, and he heard the Holy Spirit say, and he said, what was what was created cannot be undone. Man. He made that. He created his future. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to die at 38. Like, let's say he said 38. 38. And when 38 hit, he was gone. Wow. Like you, you just constantly just speaking things negatively over yourself for yeah. years, not even knowing, like not. believing a lie because your granddaddy died at this age. Oh, I'm certainly not gonna make it to this time. Like mm-hmm. the enemy didn't got Don't you confused believing a lie. You did. You believe the you believe the lie. And you believe in the curse. You believe the power of mm-hmm. a curse is bigger than the power of the cross. Wow. So if you're believing in the curse, the curse is gonna come upon you. Mm-hmm. That's the whole thing. Like I always rebuke certain things. Like when um, it was so funny because I saw this doula. She's a uh, a midwife, and I want her to be my midwife, even though I ain't got no kids or no husband. Oh, like, wow. You know, he coming, girl. He coming. Okay. Well, you know what? I rebuke that. I do have a husband. He just not here yet. <laughs> I do have kids. They just not here yet. So I was looking at this midwife, and she was talking about how labor should not hurt you. Mm. And I was like, what? And she was like. So it ain't yeah. Eve By the power of the cross, oh. the curse was taken. And so the curse that was given to Eve should have been powered on the, on the mm. cross. So you should not have pain during childbirth because the curse is now broken. But a lot of us believe that we are still under the curse and put that over us. Oh, it's going to be so hard. Oh, it's going to hurt. Oh, it's going to. Absolutely. You said it, so it will. Mm. I need to go right back in my prayer room. Hold on. <laughs> Labor, Lord. No, I, put, I told that to God. Mm. Every time I pray for my children and my grandchildren, because honestly, there's power in a praying grandmother. And Hello. First, was it first Timothy says that as well, because he's like, are you living off the face of your mother, your grandmother Lois and your mm. mother Eunice? And mm. the fact that God sees and hears the prayers of your ancestors before you even hit. So I'm going to be covering my children. Listen, I'm covering all my whole all generation. My so when I do that, I also pray for my labor and I pray for my snatch back. Listen, I need to write that down. Pray for snatchback as well. Pray for snatchback. Because I got to keep it cute. Snatched after I have every single children that every kid that I have. Thank you for. I touch and agree. Everything being tight and right and in place afterwards. Because 
Because your pow- there's power in your tongue and Absolutely. you're creating these things. And what people in New Age like to call it is manifestation. That they like to call it, oh, you just got to speak it. First off, that's the word of God. God already said that. God already said already everything said that, that you done it. on earth is bound in heaven. What you left on earth is Mic drop. It's done. Everything you say has power. The power of life and death is in the power of the tongue. So exactly. y'all can call it what y'all want to call it. Oh, I'm manifesting. Oh, it's like uh, affirmations. God already said that. What you been said. Been there, done that. Please don't take what God said and try. The universe. Those are laws that God already put in the universe. You can pray to the universe, which is a created thing, but you need to praise the creator. Well, that sounds like another podcast. It is another podcast, and we are mm-hmm. definitely going left. Yes, yeah, so, so let's take it back around. Okay, listen. So we was talking depression. about we was talking about how depression and anxiety can yes. be consequential, mm-hmm. and again, that's through disobedience or sin, through believing a lie, speaking word curses of yourself, because mm-hmm. death and life are in power in the tongue. So yeah. whatever you've been. Speaking over yourself might be causing your circumstances. And then lastly, unforgiveness. Your prayers ain't getting answered with no unforgiveness, my boy. Oh, yeah, that takes me to like, what scripture is that? Is that Matthew? And it's just like, listen, go and put your offering down. Yes, yep, yep, exactly. Go ahead, wait, go ahead. You that's exactly the scripture. Oh, you yeah, that's it. Oh, I didn't want to read. The, I just got a little note here about, oh, yeah, yeah go be reconciled okay. with your brother. Then come your then brother. come bring your gift. Yeah, because God ain't going to hear yeah. your gift. And also, if you have beef with your wife, God ain't going to hear you neither. You're not going to hear that either. So, I'm just saying, you could be yelling at your wife, cursing at your wife, or you want to. God say, eh, eh, la, 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 I don't hear you. <laughs> now, because you did to my daughter. What okay. you do to, like that? Like literally, what is that scripture? Somebody grew up throwing that scripture. I know it too, because it's on my prayer list. Um, hold on, yeah, hold on, hold if on. you have beef with your wife, if you are not your prayers your are not wife, getting God hindered. is not answering not nada from you. He's like, listen, I gave you a, a protection and a authority over something, and you are not stewarding it well. I don't hear you. Ears closed. So, but yes, unforgiveness and unforgiveness and bitterness take root in your heart and. That's First Peter three seven, by the way. First Peter three seven. Um, thanks Google, <laughs> but yeah, unforgiveness. Yeah. So those are my three things. I say that how how depression and anxiety can become consequential for you as a believer, for sure. Um, any, so any more? Yeah, I just want to. I would just want to kind of discuss like person that personally in that. So I dealt with depression as a child, <clears throat> heavy, 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 heavy. The enemy was definitely trying to take me out. Um, I dealt with depression and suicide. Mm. so with that being said it was a major attack so i don't want to negate anybody's clinical depression if you feel like you have a chemical imbalance i empathize with that and definitely seek help i agree with finding therapy and talking to somebody that can help you with those things um but sometimes that spirit is just so heavy right and there's no amount of talking that can get that spirit off of you so let's let's jump let's jump into how you fight the battle mm. what, do you, you have a problem with like depression or like do you uh, try therapy? yeah so i'm gonna kind of mention that a little later okay okay because i did right now, so i did and I, I am for jesus in therapy yes. for sure for sure absolutely but within seasons there's mm. seasons and I'll, I'll i'll explain why um but to piggyback off with you, I'll give a, a personal example of my episodes of depression. Just recently, um, I had to go through a deliverance. And before that, I had I was dealing with heavy depression. And I didn't understand whether or not it was from growing pains, you know, mm-hmm. how this adulting be. <laughs> mm-hmm. Or if it was like 
like I was really confused about like why I was feeling these emotions and and through some deep spiritual work I did find out the reason was rooted to some spirits okay and I had to uproot call out break covenants but during that time before I came into the knowledge of that it was really heavy like it was extremely heavy and then um trying to fix it pray it away you know like without having the right tools <laughs> wasn't working for your girl and so i think that's a good segue into how you fight what are the, the tools battle in your toolbox? what are the tools in your toolbox because you can overcome that's the thing about being a child of the most high we have the tools mm-hmm. but you got to know how to use them tools how okay you listen use your tools because like you know i heard a past days like if you don't know what something is used for it's about to be misused mm. so I just know what a hammer is. So if you use your hammer, <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying you, to give a tool analogy and don't you know none of the tools. Using your hammer mm-hmm. to um, fix a car, mm. it's gonna break it. It's the right tool, but used at the wrong place on the wrong thing. So let's talk about some tools. Let's talk about it. So fighting the battle of depression and anxiety, for one, you have to put on your armor. Put on the full armor of God. And that's a very long passage, but it's in Ephesians 6, 11 through 18. And it talks about being spiritually dressed for war. Mm-hmm. Um, you put on your helmet of salvation. Yep. You put on your breastplate of righteousness, your loin belt of truth, your shield of faith, your sword of the spirit, your shoes with the preparation of the gospel. You see how I know this? Because I be having to be, be armored up every day, okay? Mm-hmm. I mean, all these pieces of the spiritual armor are, are representative of how you're covered. How you're covered in battle, um, and that's a whole. Now that's a whole Bible study. But put on putting on your armor, um, being in prayer consistently. Okay. Um, Philippians six, uh, Philippians four six through seven. Be anxious for nothing, but in all things through supplication and prayer submit your request to God, and it'll be made known. And He'll keep your heart and your mind safe in Christ Jesus. All right. So we got armor. We got prayer. Prayer, and then uh, declaring the word. You you touched on this earlier. Mm-hmm. That's the power of knowing your word. Like, I remember Pastor Johnson used to be like, do y'all got dusty Bible syndrome? Like, some of y'all got Bibles as decoration and they got a little dust on there. You need to open it up because that's where your tools are. Declaring the word of God. Like, knowing your word. Like, for example, I know when I be in warfare, I be like, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, every tongue that rises up against me in judgment, I shall... You know, I know, like, you got to, even if you know three good scriptures, it don't matter. Like, you don't got to know your whole Bible, but know, like, if you know the strategy, the strategy of the enemy and how he's been attacking you, then you can prepare for battle with your word. Have your scriptures ready on your phone, and then he pull up, you pull up with the, <laughs> bah, 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 you know, like, you know your scriptures. Like Jesus was, like, when he tempted him in the, um, exactly. like the word says, but man should not live on bread alone. Right. <laughs> he was ready. You got to yeah. be ready, right? You got to be ready. So, putting on your armor, being in prayer, declaring the word, and praising God through it. Praise is a powerful weapon. We saw how that harp got yeah. them spirits to flee, right? From when David was playing that harp mm-hmm. for Saul. So praise is also a weapon. It is. It's not a way of like ignoring what's going on. It's like coming to God put it like you said, putting on the garment of praise. Exactly. Exactly. But yes, definitely rejoicing in the Lord. Definitely hits um I wanted to grab that scripture. I know I had it somewhere. Rejoice. Philippians 4, 4 through 7, right? Rejoice in the Lord always. Mm -hmm. And again, I say rejoice. Let your moderation be known to all men. That the Lord of the Lord is at hand. Be careful for nothing. But in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God. Mm -hmm. I was going to add that thanksgiving. Being thankful. Mm -hmm. Being thankful is a powerful weapon. 
and being thankful is it's a little bit different than praise. Mm. But so this is one thing. This is an exercise I do, and hopefully it helps you too. When you are feeling at your lowest, when you're feeling down, when you're feeling depressed, when you're feeling whatever, you start naming everything you're thankful for, mm. the smallest thing. Lord, I thank you that my eyes are open. I list God, you can open my eyes. I can open them, but I can't make them see. Mm. You can. And I thank you, God, for that. I thank you for my pillow. I thank you for my comfy bed. I thank you for a blanket. There's people out here with no blanket, Lord. And I am thankful that I have a blanket. I am thankful for a chair. Amen. Lord, because there are people who are sitting down who don't have no chair. There's people with no bed. And Lord, I'm just thankful for every little thing. Literally, there's nothing small. You thank God and you have thankfulness. And honestly, God responds to thankfulness. He responds to a thankful heart. So that's something that also you want to just be thankful. Because even though you feel like you have nothing or feel like you, I'm at my lowest and it's that, be thankful. Be thankful. That reminds me of Nehemiah 8, 10, the joy of the Lord is my strength. Yes. So thinking of the things that are good, that mm-hmm. are lovely, that are pleasing. Yeah. Though That's also a scripture. Yes. Oh, I forgot to mention that. Yes, so after you, at, while you're in prayer, because I said put on your armor, be in prayer. I forgot to say, watch your thoughts and your words. Yes. So think on thoughts that are lovely. Cast down imaginations. Like, mm-hmm. so I got to run that back. Be, put your armor on, be in prayer, watch your thoughts and your words, declare the word and praise God through it and be yes. thankful. And be be thankful. thankful. Um, real quick, because I know we kind of running short on time. Let's talk about this next part. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Because again, we we loosely say I'm depressed. Um, I have anxiety. Uh, thank you, thank you. People be saying that they that they depressed and that they got anxiety. <laughs> anxiety and depression can't live here. Like because y'all was um, like in a play, and um, your words don't know that. Yeah, okay. your words are uh, <laughs> they just come out and do what you said. So, yeah. um, it's important. This is very important. So going back to how depression and anxiety can be consequential, this kind of sums it up. Um, I wanted to talk about what are you entertaining that may be um, causing such uh, encounters, right? You gotta be in people's house. Mm. Uh, what you letting through your ears and your eyes, and who are you associating with? Um, prime example here, I wrote some things like God has not given us a spirit of fear, right? But people run to watch horror movies. True. They so like they love Halloween. Oh yeah. So you entertain and play with the spirit of fear, but then when it comes upon you, you oh oh where did this come from? Oh wow how how what when? Or you consistently listen to music that's degrading, that's tearing you down, Mm -hmm. that's tearing your community down, tearing people like just completely trash. Mm -hmm. And then you wonder, oh, I'm full of anxiety, so much violence, but you're entertaining the very things. (laughs) That's but then yeah. Then we're saying like people like to say, oh, you're doing too much. Like it's not that serious, right? But it is that serious. It is that serious. Your spirit is coming through your eyes and your ear gate. So everything that you put into you is inside of you. So Mm -hmm. it's going to come back out in any way, shape, or form that you don't have control of. Because you just entertained it and you exactly. agree with that spirit. So when you go entertain it, you become into agreement with these mm-hmm. things and you yoke yourself to it. Go ahead. This is a bombshell. Mm-hmm. Gossip and slander. Who are, you inter- who are you in conversations with? Entertaining gossip, participating mm-hmm. in slander. There's lots of scriptures in the word. The Lord don't play about gossip and slander, he right? Don't. You really put curses on yourself when you start to entertain and, and, and um, get involved in gossip and slander. So what you're saying sometimes is that you plant seeds and mm-hmm. you... You Ooh, reap you the plant harvest seeds of and you child listen. You reap the harvest of anxiety listen. of the seeds that you plant. Because who are you talking about? You don't know who you're talking about. You might be talking about a child of the most high God and you didn't talk about his daughter and mm-hmm. now you 
Yeah, and she in prayer warned about who pe- people that are coming against her, and you didn't got yourself tied up in some. <laughs> God, ooh, God, child, everybody coming against me. Oh, you didn't mess with a covenant child of God. You up here <laughs> gossiping about them. No, people laugh. I gotta find the exact scripture, but people laugh. It was a scripture in the Old Testament where people was clowning Elijah because he was no, bald head. Elisha. Elisha. And, and I love that they was like, "Get out of here, yeah, baldy!" And like, some bears came out and mauled them. Mauled them. Like, don't you, be talking about the prophet. You put your name <laughs> on. Like, literally, it was like, "Baldy, get out of here." Get out of here. Like he, prayed, and so he prayed and two bears came and ate all those kids. All of them. So watch what you talk about. Don't be out here gossiping and slandering. Okay. That part. That Listen. Part. Elisha was not playing. Elisha was out here. <laughs> That's funny. Okay. So how we fighting the battle? We weaponizing. We got to weaponize. Oh, man. We forgot. We can't close without up. this. We got to wrap it up. But wrap real quick. Up. Real, real quick. We need to. Um, fastening prayer. Fasting prayer in community is important. I'm just going to say that and leave that there. And then to wrap up. I said I was going to talk about this, seeking wise counsel and deliverance and or both because I'm team Jesus and therapy. But for me, the season that I was going through required deliverance, not therapy. Sis was giving great pointers and tips on, you know, how to do a gratitude journal and all that. But sis didn't know about the underlying spiritual attack and I needed deliverance. Um, sometimes maybe you can, it work, both will work for you or Mm -hmm. one or the other, but you got to assess the season that you're in. That's just my opinion. What you think? I agree. I definitely assessing of the season. So with that being said, I just want to go ahead and throw a little prayer on anybody. Like, Amen. So anybody watching or listening at any time, live or in the replay, I cast out the spirit of anxiety. I cast out the spirit of fear. I cast out anxiety over God's children in the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. It ain't got to be long, so. In Jesus' <laughs> mighty a, name we pray. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Um. I thank y'all for tuning in. I don't want to leave you without a resource. So in case you are dealing with something, you can contact Keys to Life Ministry. You can call or text. Um, we'll put the number in the chat, but I'll say it out loud. So it's one nine eight zero six seven seven zero one five three. Again, that's nine eight zero six seven seven zero one five three. They will return your call or text ASAP. But that is an outline. If you are dealing or struggling with anything, this is a ministry that can help you and also put you into different outlets and resources to help you as well. So we don't want to leave you without having a resource. So please contact Keys to Life Ministry if you need help. Uh, anything? No. We got add? any questions, Simone? No. All right. All right. I think we good. Thank you for tuning Thank in you. to the latest episode of Hot Tea. Hot Tea. Thank you for sipping with us. So, I already told them what to tell do. them again. Oh my gosh. <sighs> Subscribe, share, and sip. Bye. Until next time. But oh, special shout out to our producer, Simone, and our AD. That's right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> Colin. Colin. We appreciate you guys. You're the best. Send them love. Keep them in your prayers. Have a good night or day or afternoon whenever you're watching this. Bonjour. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Bye. Au revoir. Holla. (laughs) Ciao.